Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Go to DrinkingBrosTickets.com for all your ticketing needs. Want to sit with Dan and I at your favorite events? Go to DrinkingBrosTickets.com today. Welcome to Drinking Bro Sports. Little disappointment in my voice here today, obviously. Down goes Ohio State, D'Anthony. Down goes Ohio State in the national championship. Uh, I was in Iami, and that is the correct uh, pronunciation mm. of the word Miami. You don't, you don't pronounce the M. Every professional knows that. And uh, as it pains me to say, Dan, we lost. Ohio State lost, um, but it was a strange one, man. It was, uh, I, in all honesty, like I know I fucking joke around a lot on this show. Um, that's probably the proudest I've ever been of a team just trying to compete in my life. Typically, if, if a team's getting blown out or whatever, whoever it is, my team, anybody else's team, well, I'll just walk out in the third quarter or whatever. Um, this one I stayed till the end because... Everything was stacked against those guys. I didn't even know who the players were towards the end, like at all. Um, there was a guy in for Ohio State that was a running back. He was fourth string from a practice squad, and he had to play, and he was number 24. I, no one knew who he was. I thought, for sh- I thought it was a DB that they had actually just put in there to go in there. But, uh, you know, I, waiting in the uh, – uh, I was at a, in the restaurant inside the stadium um, just for that list to come out to see if anybody was on the COVID list or not because right. there had been a bunch of rumors uh, that there were. And then, boom, 13 players. And then they were like, oh, hey, man, um, your kickers are missing. All your kickers are missing. So there was a kid from the practice squad on there uh, that they had suited up. And then your, half your defense is missing. Yeah. And, and then the <clears throat> opening play when Trey Sermon uh, broke his collarbone and was taken to the hospital, I was like, well, this is going to get bad. Yeah. Uh, this is going to get bad. Uh, Justin Fields, too. Look, uh, he's definitely got broken ribs, by the way. Yeah. I, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He was wincing <laughs> on every single throw. Um, but looking, looking at it as a whole, because, I, look, I know the Big Ten had tried to push this game because of so many people that were in mm. COVID protocol and all this other stuff, and the SEC said no. Um, I, I agree with that decision. The game needed to be played because, as we're seeing in the NBA – these cases keep popping up every single day. All yeah. these NBA games are getting canceled. Yeah, Zion's uh, in the protocol. I guess yeah. that's the protocol for the NBA now as a guy with COVID or COVID exposure or whatever the fuck. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. Tracing or what? Like, I, I'm not sure. And <coughs> everybody was asking. They were like, why does Ohio State have so many fucking players in, with COVID or in mm-hmm. the protocol every week? The Big Ten's got weird rules, man. Um, they were testing every single day which I don't necessarily agree with. Bama was like YOLO. SEC doesn't give a shit about anything. They're just like, man, get out there. We we tested six months ago. You're fine, right? Which is the way it should be. And that's what I personally believe in. But a a lot of the Big Ten schools are fucking liberal. And then Kevin Warren is the commissioner is the goddamn worst. Doesn't his son play in the SEC? Yeah, yeah, plays in the SEC. Um, It was a 21-day out rule if you had COVID or were in contact Mm -hmm. with somebody. And then they knocked it down to 17. And I'm not sure if it was 10 or whatever afterwards. Well, it tells you that the numbers are arbitrary, right? Yeah. Because otherwise they wouldn't be. like If the answer is it takes X amount of days, then that's the answer. There's no massaging that after the fact. So obviously yeah. you can tell when somebody when you're when somebody's like, hey, just give me twenty bucks, and you're like, well, I've only got ten. They're like, oh, that's fine. 
Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Did you just try to like cheat me out of $10, you piece of shit? Yeah. And that's exactly what they've done this entire time is try to cheat us out of our own time and money. Yes. And that's all anybody does, really. Yeah. Yeah. But when I, the disappointment when I walked in that stadium and saw that list, and I, I had heard Herb Street say, hey, man, there's entire position groups that were out. It was our defensive ends, the kickers, uh, and then turns out the running back broke his, his collarbone. Yeah. Um, I stand by what I said last week on the show, though, for, like, for real. I, <laughs> I think Ohio State definitely – Well, I, look, I, on last week my prediction was that Ohio State would win mm-hmm. and that it would be a heavy dose of Trey Sermon, and that was the way to beat Alabama because they have a weak uh, run defense. Right. Their corners are great, Sertain and those guys. Sertain <laughs> is probably the best corner in college this year. Um, that, that kid's amazing, but so is his dad, Patrick Sertain. So right. it's not really that, – that wasn't really that shocking. Um, but you needed to run the ball down their throats. Um, that being said, you know, our, our second string was in there, Master Teague. He got hurt as well. And then we had to go to fourth string after that. Look, looking – if you look at the numbers of, of this, Ohio State still had 160 yards rushing with the fourth and third string – you know, yeah. all these fucking it, weird – It definitely wasn't uh, like they got shut down. And no. to be honest, it would have been a lot more rushing yards had they not been so far behind and were still able to use the run game. Uh, obviously, that was off the table at some point, right? Well, what happened was, because I was, I was in the stadium, and I, I didn't, for whatever reason, man, they didn't show that Trey Sermon going to the hospital thing. I had to find it on Twitter, because was, there was a, a few of us Ohio State fans up there, and we were like, I don't understand why Trey Sermon's on it. Right. Um, <clears throat> I did not know he had broke his shit and they took him to the hospital. I had to find that out through Twitter. And then I was the one who told uh, some people around me and they were like, no fucking way. And I was like, yeah, dude, I was like, the game is over at that point though. We were tied in the second quarter. I think it was like 14 to 14. And it appeared as if Bama found out the news during that quarter as well. And they're like, Oh, well let's just stack the box and go after fields. Cause we, at that point you become one dimensional and you're just throwing the ball at that point. And if there is no run game, to go against uh, the to, to keep a defense honest like that, yeah, man, you could you could shut Fields down, and then you know he took a couple shots to the ribs as well, uh, which look any good team should do. Take yeah. take their fucking weakness and exploit it. Um, but uh, then they started to, to run it up like midway through the second, mm-hmm. where I was just like, all right, because uh, one of the the backup defensive ends went out for Ohio mm-hmm. State as well. You're down to fucking nothing on these teams at that point. So I, I really do stand by what I said. I, I think a, a great run game would have beat Alabama, in my opinion. Looking back at their schedule, there was no great rusher that went against Alabama this year. No, not really. I mean, there, wasn't, there weren't a whole lot of great running backs in the SEC in general, right? Not that I can think of, I mean, besides a, Najee Harris, but like, that's Najee Harris, he's on Al- yeah, Alabama. Last year, I mean, Clyde Edward Hilaire, uh, what's his nuts at, at Georgia was really good. I mean, there was a number. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty much every competitive team in the SEC had a good running back. Right. Well, it wasn't the case this year. Right. Um, and even Najee Harris, like, shit, he, in my opinion, is, is the best running back in uh, college, right? Statistically speaking, yeah, whether it translates or not, yeah. Right, and we'll see in the NFL. Uh, I know you said ATN. A lot of scouts are saying ATN as well. It's because uh, of his ability to catch the ball. Yeah. Like, you can literally, on every single play, line him up as a slot receiver, and it will be uh, an at a value add. Mm-hmm. That's not something you can say about a lot of running backs, particularly yeah. not ones that are good at actually running the ball, right? Right. I mean, uh, Sony Michelle is good at that. Not the best, necessarily, at 
catching the ball on the flat, James White is though, mm-hmm. and that's where he makes his money. And the tandem is is a great combination. T- Etienne has both things, right? right? Whether he can do both at the NFL level is a whole other story. We won't know until he's a couple of games in. No, we won't know. But but look, I had the <clears> respect <throat> for Najee Harris. He had 22 carries and only 79 yards in that game. Now I know fucking Mac Jones had 500 and whatever. Uh, yeah. uh, to me, that was to be expected. Um, this. This Devontae Smith kid, uh, so shit, man. I have not seen him play in real life before. Uh, I think we saw him at LSU, but that was a weird game. It was like 29-0. And, you well, know. He was a fucking freshman. Then, yeah, right? and there was also like Jerry Judy was ahead of yeah. those rugs, and all those guys were ahead of him. But uh, hmm. this Devontae Smith, man, I, I think that is the – this is going to be a bold statement. I think that's the best wide receiver in college – that I have ever seen in my life in person. He might be, and it, and it's he might get even better in the NFL. Yes, because he's so much faster than yeah, everyone else. He's, he's never not open. No, no. He it seems Wild. like he's never not open. He's six foot three and two two hundred thirty pounds right now, and he's still the fastest guy in the field. No, no, no he's he's a, he's one seventy five. So he's a thin, that's not what his fucking. Oh, I'm I'm looking at Najee Harris. I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, Devonta Smith is a thin guy. Six one, six not even six one. No, six one one seventy five is what he's listed yeah. at in the Alabama program right so, now. But he's but, um, he's uh what what. Year is he? Or he's sorry, gone. How, how old is he? I, I know he's gone. He's for gone. Sure. I think he's a junior. No, he's a senior. So he's oh, is he? he's uh it doesn't say his goddamn age here. Hang on. Bio. He's twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. Okay. So he's still got some time to put some some weight on. Yeah. He's obviously not going to get taller. And if they say six one, yeah, he's really six foot tall, probably right. Um, maybe five eleven <laughs> change. But that's not stopped anybody. No. Frankly, I mean, he no. he's he's a guy in the model of Tyreek Hill. And we'll see what his combines look like. But I'm less like what fake Dan's talking about. I'm less concerned about the numbers that he gets there with the fact that every time I've ever seen him play, he seems on every time he almost every time he gets targeted, he's wide fucking open. No one's near him. Like he runs these he runs these seam routes out of the slot sometimes. And I don't know if people are fucking on drugs or stupid. Like, do you not know he's running for the house right now? He's the fastest guy on the field. What are you doing? And he just zooms by people gets in between the defense and he is wide the fuck open it's also just game speed because i think he only runs like a four four like jalen waddle is the one that runs like a four two yeah yeah he's the fast one but yeah no he's it's all game speed i i here's the thing with him man it's like dude you you couldn't you can't stop him he's the very best that i have ever seen and he's open because he gets open not from some pick or whatever man i you can just leave that dude on an island and, and no matter who it is He's going to beat them. I mean, think about the think about what kind of weapon that is for a quarterback in the NFL. When you know, like, that, oh yeah, he's probably going to be open no matter what else happens. That guy's going to be open. The confidence that inspires to to actually go through your progressions and not just like give it a cursory look and then telegraph a pass and get picked off. Mm-hmm. To know that motherfucker is probably going to be open over there. Yeah, whenever I need it, it's like having uh, Travis Kelsey on your team, basically. Yeah, like I can throw the ball to him on pretty much any down. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. going to catch it, and he's, he might actually get some yak as well out of it. It's, I mean, look what it does for people when they have that sure thing. Uh, and he's, you know, I, he's got to gain some weight. He's not going to do it at 175. That Marvin Harrison bullshit's over. Even, like, he, nobody's it ever. Is, I'm trying I don't, to think I don't of, know like, how Devontae Mar- Adams is kind of like that. Like, he's a smaller dude. He's not but, that small, though. But he, he? Gets hurt, he gets hurt a lot because of, of that, you know, not being big enough. Um, Tyreek Hill is, what, 5'10"? Yeah, he's 185. Yeah, he's a small like, guy, yeah. When you're that fast, you can always just run away from people. Um, but He uh, doesn't get hit a lot, but I remember. I mean, you remember this in the late 90s and early 2000s. Marvin Harrison used to go over the middle 
Like he was a guy. Oh, yeah. Like he, like he was uh, a fucking big dude. He was not a big dude. He was a small man. Yeah. And he would fucking go over the middle every single time. Um, the the other part about this was um, so they put Ohio State's you know best dude. It was Sean Wade um, mm-hmm. who was going in the top fifteen in the draft as well, and uh, he was covering Devonta Smith. He said he wanted to cover Devonta Smith. My God, man, uh, going up again. If you're a first rounder going up against a first rounder like that and just absolutely blowing his fucking doors yeah. off. I wonder if Sean Wade doesn't maybe consider coming back for senior year after that performance. Because I one would <laughs> one would have to think his draft stock dropped after that. I think Mac Jones' draft stock probably dropped when everybody saw him without a shirt on. I uh, did not see that. Yeah, it was unfortunate. <laughs> it's like twenty years old. He's got a dad bod already. I mean, he's obviously he's playing. Most quarterback quarterbacks well. do. Uh, to be fair, though, that's yeah, true. No, we'll pop, bring it, we'll bring it. Pop up. it up on the screen. Yeah. There yeah. it is. There it is. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much every quarterback no, body. No, it's not. Name. Uh, look at you. Ever seen Peyton Manning or Eli with his shirt off? That's F- it right find there. Find a picture of Peyton Manning with his shirt off and let's look at it because I guarantee you it doesn't look like that. I'm. By the way, I'm not on the Mike the the Mac Jones uh, hype train. There was a lot of balls that he threw that he just has the best receivers that were like, hey man, ah, there's early Peyton Manning. He looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. That's Peyton Manning now, and he's retired. But look at him during yeah. his actual nah, playing yeah, career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Look, look at man. I mean, you're in college. COVID. I, I'm no, not gonna. Fuck, no, you should be at your at your best ever shape in college, it's true. man. It's true. And Mac Jones looked like he's a 40 year old alcoholic. Yeah, with the body there. It's true. I'm not sold on Mac Jones being a starter in the NFL. No, by there's the way. no fucking. He just way. has the best wide receivers on the yeah. planet. This um, guy's like fat. Yeah, the best offensive line, the best receivers, the best everything. Doesn't yeah. matter. Same with Tua, by the way. Like I, I wasn't, I've never been sold on Tua. When I they, they look back at a picture of those two guys, I mean, they had Jerry Judy, Ruggs, uh, Smith. Like I mean, you had the best wide receivers, yeah. uh, like ever. Speaking of uh, Tua, there's a rumor floating around right now that the Texans want to trade Deshaun Watson to Miami for Tua and a couple of picks. Oh, could yeah. do it. If if you're Miami, do that trade. And yeah. Ten seconds. Um, it's it's that's that's uh, allegedly one. Two is one not of, your dude. It's allegedly one of their fallback plans in case Watson refuses to resign, and I don't think he's going to play for them again. Well, Watson, I think Watson's out. Watson has a huge contract. Yeah. Um, that that he just signed right before the season started. Yeah. So I don't think he's he, going to have to just not report or say fuck off. Like no, I think they're going to. I don't. Martin, I think but, they're going to trade him. I don't think there's. I don't think there's any chance he plays one more game for the Texans. He's probably going to end up in New England or something like that. Right. Uh, or somewhere else, maybe somewhere where a quarterback's retiring, like New Orleans or something like that, will come out and, and trade for him. But I don't think he plays one more snap. And he's got to he's got to go full Carson Palmer. He yeah. he doesn't have to though because they they it, you you have to trade on what's already happened, Zeke, right, and his bullshit, and uh, maybe start leaning more towards the NBA. Houston just lost one of their star players, and uh, they're not going to be able to keep him. There's no fucking way after this. And it, you know you know why it is is because. They hired a consulting firm, right, mm-hmm. to tell them who their next general manager should be, who their coach should be, blah, blah, blah. They gave a list of a couple of different people that they recommended. One of them was that dick from the Mon- or Sunday Night Football. Uh, uh, Lewis Riddick? Lewis, yeah. No. I, fuck no. Yeah. No. Jesus Christ. If he, he gave him five he, options for GMs and they didn't hire any of them. Yeah, those, they no. gave him five options for GMs, including two black dudes, I think. And they didn't hire any of them. Instead, hired a white dude. And that's why Watson wants to leave, basically. Uh, that and the fact that Texan, the Texans have sent all of his talent away. Mm-hmm. Like the, If you're a quarterback and the, you have the best receiver in football, and they're like, 
they trade him. Yeah. Basically, basically, they trade him the fuck out of there. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it's like being in a fight and somebody comes over and, and, and takes your gun away. You're just like standing there with no gun now. Yeah. You know what I mean? By Dumb the way, how do we time. get in on that racket that is consulting firms? <laughs> like, I just want to be on a, on a firm that gives you five coaching candidates. It's fucking crazy. The whole thing, dude, even hiring off of race and all that shit, like, it's so degrading where you're just like, <clears throat> then, because then if you're black, you have to question why you're even there, too, where it's just yeah. like, do they really want me in here? What's the. I, the whole thing's fucked. By the way, uh, Ivan Huerta's got a great point. He says, Devonta Smith might get drafted before Justin Fields. I would. If I'm an NFL uh, yeah. GM, I, I wouldn't, I, I'd take Devonta Smith. I wouldn't even draft Justin Fields. Number two. I, I would take him number two. Justin Fields, in my opinion, is, Smith. is not a first-round draft pick, honestly. Most, most he's, he's mock drafts have Devonta Smith as the second receiver. Who's one? Jamar Chase, who opted out mm. at LSU. Oh, for LSU? Yeah. He's good, but I'm telling you, man. I've seen both play in real life. I've never, ever, ever seen someone as great as Devonta Smith. Yeah. And I've got a, a <clears throat> mutual buddy um, who's on the staff of Alabama. After that game, I was so impressed. I was like, hey, man, congrats and all that stuff. Like, you won again. Um, but uh, he was like, dude, we went against half your team. And uh, it was a fun little thing. But I go, in all sincerity, I was like, dude, we, we go to all these games. I can see all these players usually on the field and all this other shit. I was like... I'm not really impressed by anybody. And I was like, I was really fucking impressed by this Devonta mm. Smith kid. I was and, like, what's his story in real life? Mm. And he said it was the hardest working athlete they've ever. He's, he's like, dude, I, that's the hardest working athlete I've ever coached. Humble as fuck. And all he wants to do is get better every day. They were like, if we, if every player had that in him, it, they would all be superstars. But they were like, dude, with the talent that he has and the mindset, like, they were like, that guy is the very best we've ever had in this program. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that's high praise. He's like the one guy I've ever seen Nick Saban compliment. Uh, ever. Yeah. I, look, even the rest of the coaches, because I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, um, yeah, man. I, he was just like, dude, the best kid in the world. And, and sincerely, we hope he is like the biggest superstar of all time because he's, he's that fucking good. I have not seen a wide receiver in real life that great. And uh, I mean, he smoked Sean yeah. Wade. And Sean over Wade is a top 15 <clears throat> Draft pick, man. I mean, it wasn't even close. And Jamar Chase will suffer from not having played recently. Yeah. There will be a lingering doubt in everybody's mind. Does he, is he still that guy or did he lose whatever the fuck? I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's, uh, what do you call it? Recency bias. It happens all the time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Graziano from ESPN thinks that the 49ers is the most likely place Deshaun Watson would land. And that actually makes sense. Oof. Man, that would the, be... They've got the 12th pick, and yep. they don't necessarily need the 12th pick. No. They, can, they can trade down to whatever Houston's pick is or give up their first round altogether and get a receiver in the second round and do pretty well and uh, get to pick up Watson in that deal. For the 49ers, that would be pretty – with that defense, that would be – And with that defense and Shanahan as your coach, you only need like some mid-tier offensive weapons in addition to Watson, and you're a pretty good you're team You're good to already, go, right? yeah, with Kittle. Oh, man. Um, That'd be a good one. I'd li I, really I would actually like to see that because it would make the uh, NFC a little more competitive, Yeah, to be honest, because Seattle looked like shit. I mean, they looked terrible. They looked terrible. They looked like children I, I don't know there. how the Rams are still in it, but uh, we look, we Defense. did the NFL show with Joe Thomas. Um, the, the beauty was just telling Joe Thomas that the Chiefs were going to win uh, and cover to him. Uh, it was awesome. But uh, back to this college football game here, we'll, we'll wrap up the season on this show. Um Bama fans are still, I know I've said this a thousand times and I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. Bama fans are just, it's ISIS at one, Bama fans at two. Mm. They're just insufferable. I fucking, 
I, I tried to warn Jesse because Jesse came with me. She was like, hey, where's the game? And I was like, it's in Miami. She was like, great, I'll go. Like, she was fucking amped about going to a, a, a game. She did not want to see Ohio State in another cold weather sitch or anything like that. But Miami, she was like, I'm all in for I can shop and have some decent food or whatever, right? We get to the game, and uh, we own a ticketing company, DrinkingBrosTickets.com, obviously. So we get great seats. We mm -hmm. were in a fucking suite. So we're in a suite, and uh, we show up, and there's four Bama fans like super white trash. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking like mullet the whole fucking thing. So it's it's I mean good for them. They didn't uh, they were able to get back to the game after having stormed the Capitol, right? <laughs> so you know, positive spin on that story. The, the, I mean, this was the like the very we walk in beautiful stadium. Uh, the, the suite was awesome or whatever, and uh, padded seats. It, and you have a row number in there. It says row one and. Mm -hmm. It's two, three, four, and five. So I walk in and I see these guys and I'm like, hey man, um, are you, do you have these tickets? And it was a guy, guy was like, yep, uh, two, three, four, five, you know, these are mine. And then just went back to slugging like a, you know, a, a Bud Light tall boy. And I was like, cool, man, I have the same tickets. Now this has never happened to me in my life, except for on a flight once where somebody had my seat. And I was like, I'll just grab an usher and we'll, we'll figure this out, right? Uh, the usher comes down. I was like, "Sir, can I see your, your tickets in, into the suite?" And uh, the guy, still confident as shit, holds up his phone. He's like, "Here we go." And they were like, "Yeah, man, this is uh, you're you're in standing room uh, by, by by the tables. You're uh, back by the <laughs> tables." And I looked at this guy uh, who was like the ringleader, and I go, "What was what was the hope and dream behind this? Like, what what did you think was going to happen mm -hmm. here in a suite?" And he looks at me and he goes, "Man, had to try, didn't we? Roll Tide, like." In my, in my face and Jesse's face or whatever. And I'm, I'm wearing like an Ohio State jersey. And I'm like, I looked at Jesse and uh, I go, this is what you're in for. She goes, this is, is this what all their fans are like? And mm -hmm. I go, yes. And I go, it's only going to get worse. Because yeah. at that point, we had the list of players that was out. As soon as the kickers and all that other defense and all that yeah. shit was out. Um, <clears throat> I knew I was like, it's going to be pff, next to impossible to win this game at this point. Because um, Bama is a great team, and there's no disrespect to that. No, no, no they are, they're and, and they're great. very deserving of a national championship. Uh, but uh, I, I, Ohio State had a great shot. The two best teams made it. I just wish the COVID shit wasn't there. Uh, but it's the time we live in, and it, and it is what it is. I go get ready because it's going to get worse than this. And in that stadium that day it was only at twenty percent capacity, so there was thirteen thousand people. It's empty, and you can hear everybody's conversations all over the stadium. And you can see people yelling at one another and, and all this other shit. And in the fourth quarter, you know, start of the fourth. And at this point, I don't even know any of the players that were alive or allowed to play in the game for Ohio State or whatever. And these Bama fans just turned back to me and they were like, hey, man, fuck you. Roll Tide. We fucking fuck Ohio State or whatever. And I was like, well, and I, at this point, I'd had more than a few drinks. And I was like, did you beat us or did you beat China? Let's be honest. Half our fucking team's out with COVID. <laughs> And, uh, and now, because I'm loud as shit, they're loud as shit, half the stadium can literally hear this conversation going back and forth. And, uh, and they were like, man, we would have beat you without the COVID shit or whatever. And I was like, we'll never know, you know? And I was like, same with the Trump vote. We'll never actually know what happened on that. And uh, I, people are dying laughing. And at this point, I'm almost on a stage, like... And I'm just going the fuck off on all these Alabama fans. So it's your, like, this is your dream. My, it was my dream. Yeah. It was my dream. There was a bald guy <laughs> with his hot wife that 
fat bald guy and he was just like yeah man uh you know half your team's missing that wouldn't matter anyway and i was like well did you tell your wife when half your your fucking hair went missing that you know that it it was somebody else or did you say hey man this is me this is who i am and i love you Uh, i mean it just got super out of hand to the point where jesse was like all right we should probably call this um Mm. so I mean, you it's know, diff- you've, it's, been, you've been with me yeah, at these games. It's different when I'm there at the Super Bowl, <laughs> and that this Rams fan, this he, he was a Mexican dude, and he had his entire family, like six children, his wife, probably like her sister or something, and then there were a couple of older people, so maybe his family or some shit. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, but yeah. it was a lot of money to spend on the Super Bowl mm-hmm. for a guy that was behaving the way he was. He was just like very belligerent and trying to talk shit. And he was the second guy that after that evening that you threatened to rape in front of his family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, it, look, things can always get worse when I'm around. Yeah. Uh, they didn't, <laughs> but was, it's different was, when I'm there because wife, if yeah. that guy had tried to start some shit, I w- we would have beat the Christ out of him. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I would have, I would have beat up his wife and I probably would have beat up his kids too, because they need to learn that lesson before they get involved in anything a little bit more serious, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah if you yeah. if you're a six year old and you go to the Super Bowl for the first time, it's a big deal. If your dad starts piping off at the mouth and gets his ass kicked, and then you get your ass kicked as well, then you never make that mistake again. No, and it's also your dad got your ass kicked for you, and that's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So what's he going to get you for Christmas next year? Really? I mean, you. I, I feel like you've got your dad by the balls that whole yeah. next calendar yeah, you, year. You maybe own him. maybe several years after that, he's like, oh, I don't know about that fucking. Uh, I don't know about that electric skateboard. Like, what do you know about getting your ass kicked by a yeah. couple of white dudes at a fucking at the Super Bowl? <laughs> because that's what happened. And they, what, that one dude wouldn't stop talking about animals having sex, and he was punching me in the face the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, but that, it's the, that's me, by the way, the it, other guy. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it's the SEC in general. It's like all their fans are just horrific, mm-hmm. and I I can't put my finger. What did you What did you guys say about the Bama fans? You had an interesting thing earlier. Um, t-shirt Bama fans, is that what you called them? Yeah, just the T-shirt fans, the kids that didn't actually go to the school, they're the worst. Ki- kids is loose. It's not the kids. The guys. Yeah. The 40-year-old men. That- it is. Because that was one of the, the comments I made. I was like, what, what year did you guys graduate? Yeah. Dying laughing, and I was like, dude, dude. everybody started laughing. That- it was like, I, that's the other thing, too. I have a hard time when people didn't go to the school, like, cheering for them, where I'm like, hey, man, I, like, I don't cheer for an opposing high school that I didn't go to, you know, just because they were from the state of Georgia. Uh, I always found that odd. Um, and with Alabama in particular, it is the easiest school in America to get into. No. It is, yes. West Virginia. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Al- yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like 97% yeah. acceptance rate. Yeah, yeah, Alabama's in the 80s, which is kind of average. It's actually gone. It's actually gotten harder since they got good at football. Oh, really? Because That's funny. a ton of out-of-state kids are like who are like dumb but want to go out-of-state are like, hey, fuck it. I want to go to BAMP. So there's too many kids. Because if you, if you go to an ACC school or Big Ten, like you got to have good grades to get into that shit. So it's like, you know, whatever. But uh, And you get, I mean, the other thing about that is in a lot of those schools, any of the lottery schools, so South Carolina, Georgia, I think Texas is one of them too. If you have uh, a B average in high school, you immediately get accepted into whatever state colleges exist in that state. Right. Yes. Like, no, yeah. there's no debate about that. If you have a 3.0 or higher at tech at, for Texas, you just get accepted. Yeah, yeah. it's harder to get in the Texas as an out-of-state student. Yeah, than for sure. State. Yeah, and I'm sure Alabama's no, the same. They have a lottery there too, right? No. Yeah, so it's probably the same there. I mean, but it's Alabama. Look, they have the, they, I'm they, real, real clear about something, right? Quick, and yeah, I don't, I, I'm not trying to monolith anybody. I'm not trying to stereotype <laughs> anybody. But when you think about higher education. You don't think about Alabama, <laughs> right? When you think about books, you don't think about Alabama. If I if somebody said they're burning books, I'd be like, "Not at Alabama." Is it Alabama? Is it Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> they're burning books. 
do they still have books left? And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to be a dick to Alabamans or whatever the fuck you assholes <laughs> call yourself. Uh, uh, but yeah. let's be, let's be fucking real about this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's just, oh God, they're, they're, they're awful. And then, and then the other, the other SEC fans, cause here's the thing I'm, I'm able to, cause we host this show. So I'm, I'm able to, to, to look at it honestly and be honest about fan bases, players, all that shit. Like Nick Saban is the very best coach in college of all time. There's no debate over that. He's the Bill Belichick of, of college football. My God, man, all that guy does is win. That's um, the good thing that came out of this national championship. There is no question. None. He is the very best of all time. He's the best. Yes. Uh, with, you, you can talk about some of the coaches from back in the day and their records that versus his and all that stuff, but they didn't play the same competition. They didn't play in such a dynamic environment. They didn't do it over. I mean, if you were in Notre Dame and you won 10 fucking championships in a row back in the 40s, I mean, like, cool, man. There's like six teams playing then. Yeah. yeah, yeah now yeah. there's like 180 goddamn teams. There's five major conferences full of good teams, at least mediocre teams. Yeah. You were able to not only do it at one university, but two, right? Mm -hmm. You've won titles at multiple universities in, uh, uh, over the last, since 2009, they've won six yeah. titles. Yeah, yeah. So I, over the last 11 years, they've won six titles. More, yeah. they, they've won over 50% of the titles. Yes, right. I, look, there is no so denying how great ever. Saban is. Um, also, the, the sun <clears throat> But shines. his daughter. Yeah, fucking daughter. Uh, she punched somebody in the face, right? Uh, no, uh, it's a whole. So back in the day when she was in college, she beat the shit out of her sorority I, sister. Like yeah. violently. To say like, oh, she punched her is not accurate. She was in the she, fucking hospital. Like She put that girl in the hospital. What happened, though? It was, like, it was, like, like, it was almost like a, like a coma or something. Did she deserve it? No, no. So <laughs> the story was like you, you intercepted my Sephora shipment, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sephora like, didn't, didn't pay for me to say that, by but the way. But me and Rob have talked about this. Like, yeah, Nick Saban is by far the GOAT, but like his competition, there's not a whole lot out there. Like, yeah, well, college football coaches are a step above a middle school gym teacher. So here's the thing. I would have said Urban Meyer had he continued going because, I mean, dude, Ohio State ran into no buzzsaw like, against, those, against those Florida teams. I was at the one game where they got fucking housed by Tim Tebow. Oh, and those Urban's guys. too. Like, if he would, I, I would, it would have been awesome if Urban would have continued to see that rivalry and what would have happened. But there isn't anybody else near or close to Saban. Maybe Dabo will be that guy in the future, yeah, but, but we'll see. We've concluded there's like five good college football coaches. Yeah, and, and that's something we'll talk about um, uh, the second half of the show mm -hmm. about next season and everything because – uh, you're going to be in for the same thing you've been in for for the last 10 years. It's going to be the same three teams. Because we're again. going through the, the list. But also, like, Jimbo's a top five coach. That's weird. Jimbo Fisher? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're like, I guess he is. Like, if Kellen Mond stays at AM, they've got a shot at the playoffs next year. But I, I, that dipshit wants to go pro for whatever reason. Like, he's not going to get drafted. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But uh, look, Saban is the very best of all time uh, and the best ever to do it. I have, I have zero problem with that. Um, the fan base, though, of Alabama and just the SEC in general, like even when Georgia got hot a couple years ago into that national championship, Georgia fans popped up out of nowhere and talking shit like they were there every year. <laughs> and they became awful humans. And it was just like, Jesus Christ. Same with LSU uh, last year. It was like, yeah. fuck, man. Look, I understand. And I was able to say after the game was over, I was like, that is the greatest team of all time. I still think that LSU team is better than this year's Alabama team for sure. Um, with Burrow and the uh, Burrow was throwing fifty with sixty touchdowns he threw. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean statistically, I think Bam is actually better. No, Alaire, Justin Jefferson, all those guys are now he's unbelievable. Saying, he, he's saying statistically though that might be true, but yeah. I, I mean you, the, no, uh, LSU didn't benefit from the things that Alabama benefited from 
playing Notre Dame was one of them. <laughs> yeah, obviously, right. Yeah. And then uh, having Ohio State be riddled with bullshit the entire. I mean, like their their entire system was fucked. They didn't have any kickers. They were missing dudes on defense. Fields was hurt, and they had guys out with COVID. I mean, it was just like a perfect storm. Alabama, honestly, I don't know if if Ohio State would have won this game either way, but just because of Devonta Smith, to be honest, but. Uh, it was, certainly would have been closer than this. I think, look, it, like I said last mm. week, you run, you run the ball and you keep them off the field because um, the defense held up for a quarter, whatever defense that was, uh, held up for a quarter and uh, shit, they even had a takeaway and scored a touchdown off of that. Like, um, when you can't run the football, though, and yeah. you can't chew up the clock, it, it's, it, it's, it's so hard to say, man, because that's the way to stop a, a, a team yeah, and and a Devonta Smith, to be honest with you, is just to keep him off the field. Yeah, you got to jam him up at the line, but you can only do that if if you don't have to stack the box. So you need those, right. you know, five yeah, when, to seven minute drives that yeah. Ohio State was doing consistently over the last three weeks. It's the same way they beat Clemson, right? Yeah. And then you can go after Lawrence all day long, which they were, did. And then Alabama did the same thing to Fields once that the Trey Sermon broke his collarbone. They went after Fields, man, and went yard that second yeah. quarter, and that's where shit fell apart for them. But. Uh, I think that's the way to beat them. I'd love to see those two teams at full strength. Um, it's a fucking weird year, man. That'll never happen. And therefore, look, Alabama won the, the, the national championship. It's fine. Um, there was a guy, a drinking bro, who I bet uh, named uh, Drew Eads in our group. Mm -hmm. uh, the day after <clears throat> Clemson, we beat Clemson, and we were going to, uh, to play Alabama. He was just like, uh, hey, man, let's bet on Ohio State. I was like, great, let's do it. Uh, 500 bucks is what he wanted to bet. Um, and then after the, I was like, that's fine. And then he goes, money line. The spread was eight, you know? Mm. Whenever some asshole <laughs> says money line immediately, I don't it really got have. nine a, and a half. Yeah. It, kick, it, yeah. So. Well, the reason why was because all those fucking yeah. dudes were out and the spread kept going up. Over um, under was 75, though, that hit. And it, well, it was on 75 even. It was uh, 51 76. 24. 76. Uh, well, that was the final. Was it 52 to 24? Yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. so they got it by one point. By one point. Wow. Um, I didn't touch that over. Um, I think I had it in one parlay. They had right? I jacked like it up to quarter, 81. Though. but uh, I took the parlay. I took the uh, over rather down on the teaser to 69. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just because, to do it. man. Just why not? It. I don't care. Uh, but, yeah, this is Drew Eads was like, man, money line. And I was like, all right, great. Whenever somebody says money line, you're favored by eight. Like, you don't, you don't really have a lot of confidence in your team that you're going to win. And then after, you know, look, there was 13 guys out. Trey Sermon broke his fucking collarbone. Uh, literally 10 seconds after that game ended on Facebook, he was like, pay me my money. You remember that bet, man, or whatever. And I was like, do you really want to take this money after all of those people being out? Um, and uh, I go, send me your fucking PayPal, dude. I, I've, I don't give a shit about the money. Uh, send me your fucking PayPal. And, uh, and I go, I'm... I'm genuinely surprised, though, that, that you want this money with all those people out and all that shit. Like, and especially Trey Sermon breaking his collarbone on the opening play. And he goes, uh, he goes man, would you have uh, uh, taken the money if uh, uh, Ohio State was going up against minus you know, 13 people and Devonta Smith was out? And I go, no, I wouldn't have taken that money from you. You know why? Because it actually happened to me in real life. Um, I went to the national championship game of Alabama versus Texas. One of my best friends was a diehard uh, Longhorns mm. fan. And so that was his dream was to go to, to the national championship and see him. We're in Rose Bowl uh, in Los Angeles, and he'd bet me a grand on that game. I, look, I didn't have a dog in that fight, but I thought Alabama uh, was going to win. I thought otherwise when the game started. Shit, they raced out to a 7-0 lead. 
And then Saban tried to fake punt on like the 30-yard line. Yeah. It didn't work out. It was weird. <clears throat> and it looked like Texas was going to roll that day. And Colt McCoy, same thing, broke the his collarbone. The arm game. Yeah, broke his no, collar. he didn't break anything. What, it was just like What he, was it? What did he have? His spirit. His arm just got numb and he couldn't throw the ball. Couldn't throw the football, yeah. Yeah, he pro- what happens sometimes is uh, it happens with uh, pitchers, baseball pitchers as well is uh, there's a number of tendons that run th- through the length of your arm. It's actually, there's one that runs all the way down that goes through the forearm. It's the one that Nolan Ryan snapped early in his career. Mm-hmm. Then he came back throwing like three miles per hour faster than he did before. But um, yeah, it will it can roll over the bone in some cases and it'll, it like pinches the nerve and you don't feel your arm. Right? Oh, gotcha, so there's gotcha. No way, there's no way he could have continued Weird at that point. Weird freak like, injury. There's no, there's no shot for that. Yeah. If, you, if your fucking shit's fucked up, they can pump you full of Toradol and shit. But if it's if your whole arm is numb, what the fuck are you gonna do, man? Yeah, uh, he was, he was out, and they brought in their second string, <laughs> Garrett and, Gilbert. Yeah, his and first game. There's as no a reason freshman. for anybody to know this guy's name at, at all, but because you'll never hear it again after today's with show. a Super Bowl with, winner. Here's the thing: with three minutes left, Texas had the ball to win that game against Alabama with this fucking no name. And my buddy looks at me after the game, and he goes, "Hey man, uh, I'll, I'll get you that grand. We can stop by the bank on the way home." And I was like, "I don't want your fucking money on that. Like, I want to see the best play the best." With all their people and all of that shit, like if you're going against Vegas or whatever, it's another story. But uh, I was like, "You're my buddy. I'm not gonna fucking take your goddamn money over that. Like that's shitty. Uh, that you know, I, I want to see the very best play. I don't want anybody to get injured ever. I'm not that guy who's ever gonna cheer for an injury and be like, yeah, man, fuck it. Uh, Bama fans just don't give a fuck, dude. Um, it's strange. I have, it, I shit. I'll give you another 500 if you actually graduated from school there. But um, uh, <laughs> that fucking guy." I wanted him to know at the end of the day of like, hey, man, take this money. Take this, this $500 and know how you got it. Um, 13 players, were, including all the kickers. I asked a dude from Ohio State to go, uh, one of the parents, because the parents were sitting in front of us at that game. And I said, what was the game plan once you found out the kickers were out? And one of them had said uh, that the coach said, well, look, it was a freshman on the practice squad. Anything over 30 yards, they were going to let him attempt um, and extra points, obviously. But then other than that, <laughs> if they got close to a field goal or anything, they were just going to go for it on every, every fourth down. Ohio State was. And he I was is like, still a highly recruited Ohio State kicker. Who is? The guy that ran out. Anybody that's at kick, the kicker position, anybody that's at any position at Ohio State was highly, highly recruited. recruited yeah. I, I'm surprised. Actually, no. It, so here's the deal. When you walk on and do all that other shit, all these D1 schools, you keep one punter and you keep one kicker on scholarship, right? And, and other, like, to hang around, because I got invited to walk on at Ohio State, which I did. I got a bunch of scholarships out of, but it was for fucking punter. I played defense, punter and kickers. We didn't have one in high school, and that's what, ironically, that's what I got recruited for. Um, when I went there, and uh, you walk on, and they're like, hey, man, go to spring ball and all that shit. And they were like, the coach was honest. He goes, look, I'm going to give you a heads up. Uh, the guy's name was Brent Bartholomew. They were like, he's got a four-year scholarship. He's your age. And he goes, we don't have, we'll never have a scholarship for you. We will never have a scholarship for a backup punter, but we need one, obviously, and all that other shit. And I was just like, fuck that, dude. I don't want to do that. So I'm surprised that a really good kicker or punter would stay at any university if they want under scholarship. Mm. But this was that one miracle in life where, hey, man, <laughs> you're it, bro. You're, you're yeah. going to go in off the <laughs> practice squad. Go have fun. Um, uh, either way, yeah, Druids, you can, you can keep the money. I hope it... Whatever is going on in your life, I want you to enjoy every last dollar of that because clearly you needed it. Thir- 13 down and, and all the fucking Trey Sermon. Come on, man. Uh, but yeah, 
Uh, it felt like the Colt McCoy game all over again in real life because I just happened to be at both national championships. Once the word spread throughout the, the small amount of fans that were in the stadium, everybody was shocked about the Trey Sermon thing. And I was like, oh, Drew fuck, Eads man. says that your impression of his voice is awesome, by the way. Is it? Is, I, I'm, I'm guessing that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was Chinese. Like an older Chinese woman, that's what I thought. <laughs> so do you want to do that impression? Uh, Jesse does that one. Oh, you bright it? Um, well, if yeah, you, if you keep, buy keep the, the audio book of uh, it is by, the new so, book, yeah. yes, uh, as, the, as the sun rises, it dawns on him <laughs> dance playing a, a 55-year-old uh, Chinese man. And Ch- I think Chinaman is the right So I got an that. email from Amazon that's saying the book has been held uh, for review for content. <laughs> Um, and I, I, I wish I could be in that room to whoever's got to listen to that, that fucking thing. And then try to determine what, what is right or wrong about comedy in this world. Mm -hmm. Holy fucking shit. I would pay for that. But uh, so yeah, it's on hold right now. Amazon's reviewing it for content. All of this shit is going to get reviewed for content in the future. Um, but, uh, Bama man, look, if you're a Bama fan, you won again. Um, the sun shines on that fucking team, dude. Colt McCoy injury was freakish. <clears throat> Trey Sermon thing and COVID was a, was a freakish year. Yeah. Uh, that the Alabama Georgia year was freakish to me where it was just like Georgia was housing in them at, at halftime. They put in a freshman Tua who had never played watching that game. Tua was throwing to the wrong receivers on some of those and no looking like that one seemed miraculous to me. The other one that was that LSU fans can bitch about was when LSU beat <clears throat> Bama at home in that nine to six game that went into overtime. Yeah. And then, they didn't. Ohio State's uh, what finished undefeated, but they were under that uh, the tattoo gate thing. Yeah, so they, they just sit out of here yeah. in the postseason, <clears throat> and they played Bama again. It was like, yeah, I mean, look, you you won, but LSU already beat you at home. So what yeah. the fuck are we doing back in the national championship with those guys? Like, the the sun smiles on that fucking team, man. Well, um, I mean, look, it's it's there's a guy that's been in Drinking Bro Sports the last couple of days talking about how Cincinnati should have got a shot. Yeah. I, so speaking of which, we're at that point in the year, man, where it is time to well, give. Let's let do the sponsors first, and then we'll do that. Uh, do the sponsors first before we give the Sarah Williams Award away. Yeah. Okay. Do the sponsors because I got to right. go pee. Stay on a single on him. I'm gonna go pee. Yeah. We'll do sponsors. Giorgio's pee. calling around. For uh, grab that trophy for me. Grab the Sarah Williams trophy for me, Giorgio. You can come in the frame. You can come in the camera, man. Where uh, everybody knows you, uh, yeah. Bring the bring the trophy over. Um, what's going on back there for you? I mean, I like it. I like that you're behind me. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got uh, sponsors who pay for the shit wagon to be on the air. Obviously, um, KillCliffCBD.com. Thirty percent off with the promo code Drinking Bros and free shipping. Uh, these are the cans, kids. Um, these are the new ones, the Joe Rogan ones. Joe Rogan has his own flavor now: pineapple and jalapeno and if you listen to joe rogan's show today uh they talk about our show and dan on there in the 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 opening five minutes of the show and it's really fucking hilarious dude if you thought uh dan holloway was any different than he is uh, in real life than he is on the show that that joe rogan thing will do it today it was really fucking funny to hear uh but kill cliff cbd look i i believe it's only uh, us and rogan that promote it um we are gigantic fans of it man 25 milligrams of cbd in every single can if you're drug tested at work you will not piss hot there is no thc in this um kill cliff is one of the only brands you can trust in that space as far as drinkables go so um you you're safe to do it it helps with uh, aches and pains shit it helped me uh, after the goddamn championship was over i had a fuck ton of those uh and vodka 
gigantic fan of these guys, man. And um, 30% off and free shipping, which when you're buying a case of cans, really fucking helps, man. And it is the very best there is. Um, so go out and check that out. Now, as always, uh, we're, we're brought to you as well, gambling-wise, by mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros. Uh, we'll give you 50% of your deposit back. Uh, so if you put 1,000 in, congratulations, you got another 500. Load up for the playoffs. Um, we got four games this weekend and then uh, two, uh, obviously two after, and then the Super Bowl. We're getting down to the wire here, and then I hope March Madness goes off. Uh, we'll be doing another March Madness tournaments as well. Uh, giveaway last year. Was it the signed Christian Leitner jersey last year? I think so, yeah. Yeah, for or the that, shot. That could have been two years ago. I don't remember. We always give cool <laughs> shit away. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, the, for the fantasy football people who won, um, I just got back from Miami, so it'll be shipping out uh, Friday. All your gifts will be uh, shipped out Friday. So we're going to be doing that. Um, and then subscribe to, to uh, Drinking Bros Sports, the Facebook page. You can see all our live bets, including me getting housed. My bookie finally fucking won, dude. Uh, God damn it, man. Mm. They got I, I have had a monster, monster year, and uh, I took a, a big fat L on that one with uh, Ohio State, and uh, I got, look, I still have quite a few ducats left in the old account, obviously, because the max bet was five grand on that. Yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, <clears throat> I didn't bet as much as I otherwise would have because... There was such a lack of information. Yeah, and the same, man. A lot of people, because like, dude, that that <laughs> spread started screaming up the charts, man. It, I think, I think it closed at nine and a half or ten. Yeah. As the information was leaking on who was out for Ohio State, it just kept going through the fucking roof. But uh, yeah, uh, that's our sponsor, man. The, they've been great to us, and we're we're gambling with them all through the playoffs. Uh, if you're wondering where the NFL odds are, we did a, a show with uh, Joe Thomas um, mm. on uh, Tuesday, and. Uh, we dropped all the NFL picks in there. So they're in there and, uh, go to mybookie.com. promo code drinking bros. We'll half your deposit. And, uh, last but not least, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 30% off mattresses, sheets, pillows, adjustable bases, you name it. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, I was always, I got the 36 month page to go program, which is good with all the 30% off. So you can get all your shit. So if you're in a city that's shut down or whatever, man, you might as well be in comfort and, uh, and do it relatively cheap. You're looking at like 35 bucks a month for all the cool shit. You get all the cool shit there. I think, I think uh, uh, ghost bed, we've really got to do that for the Super Bowl. We need to talk to the guy and get a bed just put right here. An adjustable base, yeah. And that way, because it's going to be a long-ass show, it'll mm-hmm. probably start. The Super Bowl starts, what, like 6 p.m. Eastern or some shit like that? Yes. Typically. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we'll have to start at like, we're going to get 4.30 or so central. I think um, because of the cook-off show we're doing mm. beforehand with uh, Tailgate Legends. So we'll be here all drinking feet. all day. Yeah. I'll, I'll need a place to take a nap. And I might take a nap on the show. So I, I think we're going to start to go live because we're central. So that, that game will start at 5. And, so like uh, 4.30 or so for that one? 4.45? Uh, for that show. But then the, the, the cooking show, the pregame show, will be going live probably around <laughs> noon, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, so that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, I'd like to get a ghost bed in here in an adjustable base yeah. so we can get everybody in the same frame watching the game yeah plus uh at some point i'm gonna need to cream pie somebody on not you Giorgio, on a ghost bed in the office at some point right yes 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 doesn't really matter who it is as long as it's uh uh, someone that was assigned female at birth preferably but if we got to go outside of that that's fine but i don't think we will no no i don't don't think we'll have to i'm I'm quite a catch actually uh, dakota and i discussed making a joint hinge profile earlier like jack and jared did and then trying to compete with them 
Ah, I like that. I'm pretty sure we would win. Yeah. And plus, you can get double dates off of that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't... I, I guess, yeah, that would be fine. Because yeah. Dakota's got a helicopter, so that's a pretty big flex. Yeah. And if they turn out to be communists, we can just throw them out of the helicopter, right? Yeah. Um, can you fucking stop? Can you? Can I finish my joke before you yes. laugh, asshole? Uh, you, Georgia, you've got to I stop laughing. I feel like that's that's what happens. He finishes. That's what happens joke. when the production staff gets too used to your sense of humor. Like he yeah. can tell I'm about to say something fucked up. I don't know if it's a look on my face or if it's just what, the way the conversation's going. Like, have you ever been in those social situations where you're? You're either mixing two groups of friends or you're taking your friends <laughs> or your significant other in front, like around your family for the first time. And somebody says something and your uncle's over there and you get to see him like pissed off. Yeah. He's just like, mother, motherfucking Puerto Ricans, man. And yeah. your girlfriend's Puerto Rican. You're like, God, here we go. He's like, oh, it's not, you're one of the good ones. You're yeah. fine. That's what racist <laughs> white people always say. You're one of the good ones. You're fine. You're man. fine, man. Yeah. It's them. It's them other That's, Ricans that I can't stand. Yeah. Turns um, out my uncle was Puerto Rican. Yeah, turns out he was. Yeah. So, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows, Giorgio? Who I, mean, knows? I, I made all of that up. Who knows so. it? Yeah. It is because he is as high as you. That's what Brooke said. Brooke, I don't need your judgment right now from somebody that drinks White Claw at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you have two children under the age of 10. I don't need to hear it from you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mad Sorry. Max says uh, whoever whoever wins needs to tell Ross to go back to the new guy. I agree. It is a tradition and we should, we should do that. So look, the Sarah Williams uh, Award was started... Um, well, <clears throat> this was the worst one of all time. So this, uh, you can't read it, but it says the shining examples of drinking bros sports overhyped assholes. These are people who just get way too hyped up during the season. And, uh, uh, so, and they usually end up getting banned. Kalen Cothran though, is the exception. He's, uh, I actually enjoy his shit, although he's still way too into Notre Dame where it's like, bro, they're never going to win. Um, no, I mean, there's a, there's a pretty good chance Notre Dame will win if all the other teams don't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other yeah. than that, that's no chance. That's pretty much it. So Stephen Edward uh, was 2018. Mm-hmm. He was that Michigan fan who yeah. was just all in on Michigan. That, bro, that was in 2018. It is 2020. Harbaugh has signed an extension for lower money, and he's back again. It, that keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, Kalen Cothran, Notre Dame fan, uh, 2019. And then Sarah Williams, who the award is named after 2020, and that was the LSU fan who uh, lost her shit. I would have loved to have gotten Sarah Williams on the show for this year for that five and five team. Yeah, but uh, she's probably like, team. look, honestly, Sarah Williams uh, probably loses everything she owns to a tornado or a hurricane every single year. <laughs> right? She's like one of those types of people, especially if she lives. If she's a huge LSU fan, there's a decent chance that a hurricane wipes out her entire fucking life at least yeah. once every two or three years. So she's yeah, probably yeah, recovering yeah. right now somewhere. Yeah. So we're not, we're not going to get a hold of her for, for a couple of years. We had a lot of worthy candidates to share. <laughs> um, we did. Kalen was up there again. I, like I was like, dude, is there is there a chance two people can win this? Even if he doesn't say something, sometimes I just see his name pop up. I'm like, fuck you. He was all in on Notre Dame, especially after they beat who won, Clemson. Who won his league? He's got a league, right? Uh, yes, yes. Who won, um, who won that league? I mean, we, we announced it on the show. It wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. Uh, it wasn't him, but somebody else is going to do it, and they don't know what they're going to do with the jersey yet. So the Rudy jersey will be on its way. Uh, we had a lot of great contenders this year. Um, and, uh, you know, even Drew Eats with this fucking money lamp. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, no it's, not, not it's, it, it's not enough. <clears throat> like, that's not enough to do it, obviously. Um, you really have to talk a lot of shit and then just be so incorrect about it that you're just like, I, I yeah. can't hear this argument anymore. 
I'm going to read his full name. It's a three-word name. I don't think he's real. A I don't think he's killer. a real person. I don't know if it I is think, or not. I think he's a troll, but that makes it even funnier because I want it to be uh, memorialized that this guy... Because there's no way... The guy appears to be in his late 60s to early 70s. Correct. And he's like his fucking only profile picture that's visible has like a big Black Lives Matter thing <laughs> around it. There's no way he's a fan of ours. There's no way an old white dude with BLM all over his shit. Well, somehow he got he ours. got into the group, which is fine. It's uh, Drinking Rose Sports on Facebook is a private group. Anybody's welcome. Um, and he just kept posting over and over again about Cincinnati. The football team Cincinnati. His name is Clarence Lamar Stone. Um, and again, whenever anybody goes by all three uh, names in their name, they're typically a fucking serial killer, um, which he might be. I, I don't know. But he is, he is a Cincinnati fan. And he was claiming for, like, I mean, just the last fucking five weeks, six weeks, none of these teams deserve to be in the playoffs. Cincinnati should have been in. Uh, they would have stomped Ohio State. I kindly reminded him that uh, we, mm. we did play Cincinnati last year, and it was forty-two to zero. Yeah. Ohio State did play. They Cincinnati didn't score last year. Uh, any like any points. None of the points. But this guy is definitely a troll. But still, you can tell he knows too much about Cincinnati's football team to not be. A, he's a, he actually is a Cincinnati fan. It seems. Yeah. He's just a troll, which yeah. is fine because I that that's these these other people, Sarah Williams, etc., were trolls without knowing they were trolls. Right. Yeah. They just couldn't help themselves. At least this guy's doing it on purpose. I feel like I don't know if he was or wasn't. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't either. I, I don't know either way. I feel like because he's probably a troll, it feels like he actually earned it more than the other people. Like he went out of his way to get this trophy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Which yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's if he is indeed a seventy year old man, he'll be dead soon anyway. So this is the last Lawrence Lamar Stone. So that's a good thing that will happen to him. I, I will be taking this in and getting his name engraved. Yeah. Uh, he will be our fourth member here. And uh, we'll also be getting a trophy made for the Super Bowl cooking show between Tansy and Jesse. Uh, so there will be a trophy after that and a trophy presentation and all that stuff after that. Same way with at Jared's house. Uh, so we'll be making a trophy for that as well. And then we'll put that up on set. Um, fun season. Uh, at least it got played. Uh, it got played. You know, I wasn't happy with the end result. But look, look, if you're. If you're an Alabama fan, like I, I side with you on the fact that, like, dude, you got to play through COVID. It's your own fucking problem. Yeah. Um, it's the Big Ten's fucking problem on that, dude. And uh, that was a great team too. Great team. So they deserve <clears throat> to win. It wasn't. It wasn't like a, a fucking fluke or anything. You just want to see teams uh, at their height and then play each other. Uh, yeah. We'll never know that answer. Uh, but either way, not your fucking problem, Alabama. It is Ohio State's and, uh, and then, well, Trey Sermon for having weak bones. I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What if the we, fuck happened there? Uh, I don't, I mean, the con they, not only did he leave the game, he went to the hospital. Like second place, like the hospital was a little extreme. Well, uh, I, I mean, if it's, if it's a compound fracture of the clavicle, you really got to set it pretty quick. I don't know what it is to be honest. Yeah, like, I don't, that's I'm, what I, were, I was hearing, but he was in the fucking hospital. I'm like, oh, so he's definitely not coming <clears> back. Um, but now we'll go to our, uh, you know, way too early predictions for, uh, uh, this next season here, Dan, and um, man, I hate to say it, but uh, we're looking at more of the same in my opinion. Yeah, right? for sure. Um, <laughs> Alabama will be there. Clemson will be there. Ohio State will be there. Uh, Oklahoma. Look, probably Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I picked in my final four this year. Um, turned out to be a year earlier for Spencer Rattler. But dude, that kid towards the end of the year looked fucking great. And he, he looked like he is worth the hype. Um Georgia's got to be in there. 
uh, at, you know, somewhere in the top <laughs> five. I don't know about LSU, man. I don't, they're one of no. those teams that, that doesn't, no. they're like once every eight years they look yeah, good. And, LSU's yeah, LSU's not going to do anything. Um, and then, look, if Kellen Mond comes back for uh, A&M, A&M, A&M's will be great. But if they don't and they got to start a new guy, you're kind of starting all over there. The only thing that I will say going into next year is uh, all of these quarterbacks will be brand fucking new. Um, Clemson's is gone. He's going to the draft. Ohio State's is gone, going to the draft. Mac Jones is going to the draft. Not worried about Clemson. Yeah. Clemson's I'm not either. So, I, as a matter of yeah. fact, I think uh, if I had to pick a way too early national championship uh, uh, winner for next year, I would definitely go with Clemson right now because, one, they're going to have the number one dual threat quarterback in the, in the nation mm-hmm. next year. And uh, they, they don't seem to have any trouble maintaining all the, the best talent that comes out of that area. Um, they're going to have great receivers. They'll probably have another great running back. But the, they also did really well in signing uh, uh, defensive players yep. from yep. high school. Yep. So I think Clemson's probably the favorite. If I if I were picking, I would say Clemson's the favorite. I, I, the, I would agree. Look, there's a good chance that Notre Dame is going to be in the mix too because I mean, it is, I, but, it is but what Ian it is. Book is Ian Book going pro? What's what's the story there at Notre Dame? I, I think he's well. He can come back technically next year because everybody everyone, gets a year, yeah, for COVID, year. yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't see him going pro though. I can't either. But look, I, I heard Kellen Mond was going to declare, and like that's not a fucking NFL quarterback. I don't even know if he'll get drafted. To be honest with you, um, yeah. I, if I'm going uh, way too early <laughs> national championship prediction. I got to agree with you, Dan. Uh, Clemson, man, we got to see that kid play against Notre Dame. Yeah. And he fucking torched it. Notre Dame, not only was it a home game for Notre Dame with fans in the stands, yeah. but uh, Notre Cle- Dame had a pretty fucking decent defense this yeah. year, man. And Clemson did not actually play that well in that game, but he played very well. Uh, their defense didn't play that great. Um, what was it, 48 to, it went to 48, overtime. 48, 42 or some shit like that, or 40, I don't remember, 48, 46. On it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was, um, Forty-seven forty. Forty-seven forty. Yeah. So the, I mean, that's that's not a great defensive performance for anybody, but it is what it is, right? I mean, when you're playing teams like that and you go into two overtimes, that's another twenty-one points added to that total. So really, you're looking at uh, a, a fucking uh, thirty-three. Old, it's like a sixty-six over, which is not crazy in college. No, you know and I mean? if you it, if you take those overtime points out of it, that's not that big a deal. So this is this is a pretty good fucking game that got played. Yeah, like a really good a really yeah. good game that got played. And he did that without knowing, without having any kind of personal relationship with any of the guys on the team, at least as far as getting first uh, reps with them. And look at the, you, you can see the yeah, other I mean, stats. Yeah, I mean, he had 439 yards passing yeah. in that game. And Etienne, and only, Etienne had only had 20 yards, yards yeah. rushing. So yeah. this kid had to do it all. Scroll down. Did he have any rushing yards? This, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but they kept that's him true. in the pocket the that's whole true. time. But no. that's, that's the funny part about this. This kid is actually probably a better runner than he is a thrower. Yeah. And uh, we haven't even seen that yet. No, DJ Ugalali. Yeah. Or, I'll never pronounce that name right all year, yeah. so I'm not even going to Also, I believe try. in college football, anytime you get sacked, it goes against your rushing yards. It that's, does. Yeah, it does, true. yes. Um, but, and, I mean, it's, you know, e- either way, this kid, we haven't even seen. He, he's, he's probably going to be the best dual threat in, in the nation next year. Clemson's going to shift a little bit. Like they're going to have to move back to Deshaun Watson time and move away from Trevor Lawrence time a little bit, yeah. but they're prepared for it. They've run that offense before, Correct, yeah, and yeah. they were really fucking successful. I think they'll probably come in at preseason number one. Uh, Clemson yeah. will. Uh, Alabama at two. Look, here, if Mac Jones leaves, it's probably 
Max Jones is gone. Yeah, there's, I mean, Bama's no rolling in another five star. It doesn't matter. It, for, it is for sure, but it, it's going to take him a little name? bit of time. They got a they got a sexy kid. Instead of Ohio State, Ohio State gets CJ Stroud. I mean, that that's literally Justin Fields identical. Like they'll be fine. Uh, and then uh, yeah, Bryce, Bryce Young is his name. Yeah. Mm. They're real excited about this kid at Alabama. Uh, like some of the people, some of the staff on the team was really fucking amped about Bryce Young. That's all I'll say. But. Uh, they think he's going to be the Messiah there. It says twenty uh, twenty his rank uh, for recruiting is twentieth all time. Really? Yeah. is a. There's stoked about Bryce Young. You know the staff is stoked about him, and uh, they could reload. He's 5'11", 197. That's going to be difficult to defend in college. I mean, does he run those? Yeah, yeah. those yeah. short quarterbacks that are runners in college. I and mean, we've seen it before. We've seen it at Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. or Oklahoma two years ago. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, we we've seen it with a number of guys. He'll be, there, he he's going to be good. Is there any chance that <clears throat> Saban walks away? He should. No, to be I don't honest. think he, I don't think he should. I, with this crop of talent coming in, why? Yeah, if you're Nick well, there's Saban, always going to be retire. There's never going to be a good time for Nick Saban to call it quits. I don't know if he's got a number. A lot of guys, a lot of these coaches have a number in mind. You know what I mean? Like I want to. Like I want ten or like yeah. Phil Jackson. Yeah, I want to yeah. win the. I, yeah. Here's the thing with Saban though, a guy that eats breathes football all day long he, look he eats the same food every day wears the same clothes like it's a weird fu- like he's got all these weird habits that you're just like all right sweet what would that guy do if he retired I, he'd probably fucking die, die yeah I, like he has to keep coaching spends um, more time with miss terry no yeah. I, it's mm. same with urban meyer dude like it, even when urban meyer left for medical reasons for both places medical reasons well yes. the last one was legit i i can confirm that like he was, had a, like a brain aneurysm or something fucked up or whatever now the first one was an assistant in, at florida i heard but yeah. eh, i don't know if that's allegedly. true or not allegedly yeah. i gotta be honest though i he needs to win more he's not safe yet seven titles dabo's got two he's 51 years old yeah, and when sure. saban's yeah. gone there is no one there is no one on his level, like Saban had to deal with Meyer and Dabo and and, and Dab- Les Miles. Dab- There's no one. Dabo on could win next year too, man. So, yeah, um, yeah and I think that that would keep Saban going. That's a fair point, I suppose. I mean, if if Dabo I won I next know, year, that would keep Saban I going. I don't know for if sure. there. I don't know if there is a safe number. To be honest, I mean, it's ten. Not, it's not like baseball where I think it's ten. I I don't I can't see right now how a pitcher drafted in 2021 will ever get 300 wins. I don't. I. I don't think it's possible now, right? No, not in, in, in Major League Baseball. Like area, how yeah. the 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 best baseball players right now, the best pitchers rather that have had long successful careers, Verlander, uh, uh, that that Dick in uh in L.A. Kershaw. They are still going to end up somewhere in the mid two hundreds and wins, even after the careers they've had, mm-hmm. because you just the pitching is not the same as it was before. Right, you don't last long, and maybe it's a rule change thing that baseball needs to look at. You know what I mean? Maybe starting pitching needs to be reimagined so that the numbers stay consistent. But also, like you have seasons where Syndergaard has like an unreal ERA, and his team just sucks. Well, that's right. happened throughout history, though, right? Like Nolan Ryan, for example, his career ERA is like three point four six or some shit like that. But he's got two hundred and eighty losses, I think, or two hundred sixty five losses, yeah. somewhere around there. He played on shit teams his entire career. That you can't really plan for, but you can plan for the fact that the majority of starting pitchers get taken out in the fifth inning instead of the sixth inning now, right? Right. As opposed to the 90s. That's a, you're not going to see that in college football. 
Dabo is going to be in Clemson for as long as he wants to be there. Mm-hmm. As long as he's still competitive, he'll be there forever, and he'll have all the opportunities he needs to win titles. So I think you're probably right. Yeah, and the way college football is structured right now, it's going to be the same six teams. Yeah, it is. Look, it, college it football, it does. It's, it's all about coaching and recruiting. And right now, I, you can honestly say that it's uh, Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. Like they're the, they're the best at recruiting. They get the best players. Mm-hmm. They all go to the fucking NFL, all that shit. And it... Dude, I'm looking at the recruiting classes right now. Still the same fucking people, man. And they're just reloading over and over and over again. Um, people are already tired of it. Yeah. They're starting to. It's. I wonder what the ratings are like, man. Because, I mean, even Ohio State Clemson was the highest rated game of the year um, for any non-NFL. I mean, it was the highest sporting event from any non-NFL standpoint. And uh, that, to me, tells me, all right, fuck, man. Or is it the team itself? Like, I don't know. I haven't seen the Ohio State to Alabama ratings yet, but... Um, I mean, the way it's structured right now, it's, yes, they keep going with the four best teams, but at the end of the day, like, why play the games then? You could just pick those four teams before the season starts. You could. Um, it's I, never most deserving. You know, if you look at... Uh, so look at the Big Ten. In my opinion, <clears throat> the Big Ten is fucking super weak now. The, and, uh, uh, the ratings uh, for the national championship were an all-time low in the BCS era. Yeah. Really? Were they really? Yeah. No shit. Huh. Um, because people... What, what was the number? Do you know? People would... Uh, 25 million was the floor before, mm-hmm. and this one was 18.7. So it it was it was uh, about six and a half million less than the worst game ever. Yeah. Just going head to head against The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, well, I mean, it just shows you people would rather. Maybe you're right, dude. There, peep, there's something to the, these teams, man. They don't want to see the same it's not about teams. The, I don't think it's about the teams. I think it's media. People would rather watch us talk about the game than watch the game itself. Maybe. Or they would rather, like, Skip the game and then watch the fucking highlights later or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Whatever it is, we'll people find are, out. It wasn't for a Super Bowl show. It wasn't like the NHL didn't put up great numbers. Baseball didn't during their playoffs. The NBA was the worst they've ever had. Yeah. So something's happening, right? UFC is the only one. Yeah, man. I, and so, by the way, we'll be going live. Are you guys going live for Saturday night, Giorgio? Yeah, we'll be live yeah, for for the UFC fight. There's a ton uh, of Max Holloway. Good Max Holloway. Cards, That'll be yeah. a great one. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, shit, are you guys gonna do a UFC show for that tomorrow? You're going to pick the card? Yeah, we could do one. Bring that. Or just to. pick it live on air. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, we could we could do a we could do a pre-show uh, if we got time. Just also, do it. Just do it live on air. Just yeah, when you guys are going well, live. Let us let us know in the chat if we should bring in the intern. Obviously, she's in town. Yeah. I think mm. she's stumbling around the back. I heard some noises. That's really yeah. funny. So uh, she, she yeah. got, she bring was, her in. She was supposed to come. Uh, she gets so fucked up on yeah, that show. She, she, well, some mics. she was she was supposed to come like sit in the back and record one of her own shows today, but she got too drunk and it was like I'm like oh well, it's one thirty. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. so I, look, she's, I told her she's 27 at 29. That's when it's going to max out for her. She's got to, she's going to marry mm-hmm. rich and she's got about two years to do that. So we gave her an opportunity and she squandered it, squandered it. Yeah. Um, but that's what fucking goes like that too. Do we do it again? Let us know in the chat guys. Let us know if we bring it back. They're going to, they're not going to tune in. Uh, how was the ratings last time? What, what happened last time? Were they amped about her? Uh, she played a good heel, but I don't know if that has longevity. <laughs> Highest rated UFC watch along. <laughs> Bring her back, dude. Get her fucked up. To be fair, we had like 10 other people. Yeah. And she also yeah. knows a lot about UFC. Just really? To, no, she doesn't know any. <laughs> she doesn't know anything. <laughs> I believe at one me? point she was arguing that the chicks could beat the guys or something. Oh, or like God. was mad at Dan for saying. I didn't say anything to her. No. Uh, well, she was just screaming at you, but she yeah. was just. <clears throat> 
Yeah. Ah, oh, that's great. That's pretty funny. I don't that's know. I smoked great. a blunt that was too strong. I don't remember a lot. Uh, yeah, so we'll, dude, we'll be here for that. Uh, what else? Um, McGregor's coming up the weekend after, right? Conor McGregor? Yeah. We yeah. actually have fight Saturday. We have a good fight Wednesday. Then we have Connor the next Saturday. Ooh, that's a good man. It gives me bad bangers of sports weekends, and then the NFL playoffs will be going on at the same time. Yeah. Um. So uh, it's going to be great. NHL starts today. Yeah, NHL starts today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think let's go Blues. I think the Penguins are playing right now, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the NHL starts today. Shit, dude. We should call uh, Zach Hurd and get him on for uh, his predictions for the season and all that stuff. Uh, but with COVID and all that stuff, man, like. NBA and NHL, all They're their start times have been weird. Canceling the season for the NBA, they should cancel the NBA in, entirely. Entirely, yeah. Just, just, let's, just let's, just, let's just no. I mean, no, no, just no, like I mean, in general, just let's eh, just not do that nuke anymore. The league. I disagree. I mean, yeah. I, I find it entertaining, but I, do I find it enter, more entertaining than LeBron James is annoying? No, right. If I if I could cancel the entire NBA, like the NBA just doesn't exist anymore, and I have to lose out on that, but I don't have to hear LeBron James. And his half-baked, fucking shallow, pedantic social ideology, that would be amazing for me. <laughs> Even if you took out all the politics, they have the worst personalities of yeah. any sports league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're just, yeah. They really do. They're the least team player people of all time. I, I've never seen anything like Everyone that likes the NBA also hates the NBA. Yeah, for one reason or another. They love to shit talk the NBA. That's yeah. That's uh, NBA Twitter. And then, fuck, man, we got some, you know, obviously the breaking news with James Harden being traded to the Nets. Thank God. Right when we came on air, or uh, actually in the last show, it was announced that it was a rumor. Uh, but here we go with the... Uh, I mean, that's good news for Texas, that that piece of shit's not going to be in the state anymore. Good yeah. news for Philly that yeah. we trade Ben Simmons for. <clears throat> yeah, no kidding. Well, Ben Simmons is uh, Dan Marino, my man. Yeah, he's not the fucking answer there. Sorry. Yeah, he, uh, Sorry to tell you Embiid that. He took over last night at point guard and just took over. Mm. It was weird, but he scored 45. Well, uh, so the Rockets have sent James Harden the Nets in a blockbuster 14 trade that involved the Pacers and the Cavaliers. Do you know how many fucking phone calls and how many people were up like super late into the night so I don't, trying to deal with his asshole's demands? I don't Oladipo. actually know the details. What are the details? Oh, yeah. Oladipo got traded too. Shit, that's a bigger trade to than the Rockets. Oladipo's yeah. on the Rockets now? Huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now the Rockets actually, that's a good that's trade. A well, thing. he loses all of his powers when he doesn't have Indiana across his chest. Oh, does he? It's true. It's true. So the, the Nets we'll sent see. Houston a package that includes multiple players and draft picks, features Chris... Or Karis Levert, yep. uh, who was then up. traded to the Pacers for Victor Oladipo. Center Jarrett Allen and forward uh, Toreen Prince are headed from the Nets uh, to the Cavs in that <clears throat> deal, while the Rockets receive Cleveland guard Dante Exum. I'll tell you what, man. And the and Brooklyn forward Rodians Kirks. No, no one cares about That's that. That's a fucking European nightmare. I don't no know, one cares I don't about know that. that guy. Uh, Houston <clears throat> also receives... Brooklyn's three unprotected first-round draft picks in 2022, yeah. 2024, those are, 2026. Those will be shit picks. Uh, uh, next no. year as well. It's hard to say about the ones after Hang that. Hang on, I'm, not, I'm not done. In the deal, plus pick swaps in 2021, 2023, 2025, and 2027, the Rockets also get Cleveland's 2022 first-round pick via the Milwaukee Bucks. So they have two and picks a future, in a draft that's going to suck. And a future second-round pick from the Pacers. <laughs> Brooklyn will get a 2024 second-round pick from the Cavaliers. 
the Nets have three open roster spots to fill out on their bench if they choose. They have a 5.7 million tax mid-level. The minimum exception is likely to be uh, 5.7 for the disabled player <laughs> section. Man, so now you got Harden, Durant, and Irving. I don't care about any of that. What Will I they win? No, they won't. Uh, what I care about is John Wall, Victor Oladipo, and Eric Gordon in a death lineup with Christian Wood, the same way that the Warriors played in and fucking Boogie. 16, 17. Boogie. Bo- Boogie's, Boogie will swap in and out of there, and now that he's learned how to shoot the last couple of years, is it going to be a good player on their fucking second team? But Christian Wood's averaging like 22 points a game right yeah, now. Yeah, man. Uh, Houston is a much better team today than they were yesterday. I'll say that. I agree, and, and all those picks it's, as this well. This is a great fucking move for them. They also set themselves up for the future. And if, they got if, rid of this asshole. I if, feel bad yeah. for Joe Harris. Mm-hmm. He, he will no longer <laughs> shoot the ball. No. No, he's, he's done there. Yeah, where, he, where, he'll probably, They'll probably get rid of him because what's the point? Like, you don't want a guy like that. You don't, he's, a, he's, he's a guy that benefits from volume shooting. You're not going to be able to spot him up in the corner and just let him take four or five threes a game. No, Harden's right? going to ISO. It won't work for him, yeah. He's going to piss off. They're, they're just going to inner fight. Yeah. The ball, there's not enough balls for those guys. Well, we oh, saw, there, there's a reason. Is Dinwiddie still there at the Nets? Yeah. Yeah, yeah if he's not I, in that trade. Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Like, that's fucking gnarly. Yeah, so it's, you know, we, we've seen this all before. We saw it with uh, Westbrook, Harden, and, and Durant before. Uh, there's only so many shots in a game. And are you going to tell me that Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. right, and, and James Harden are going to have the same personality types to be able to fit in with Kevin Durant that Steph Curry and, uh, and Clay Thompson did? There's no fucking way. These are, you're talking about two of the most selfish players in the entire NBA, yep. players that have a history of, of not getting along with their teammates. The reason that KD worked in Golden State is because – Clay Thompson and Steph Curry only care about winning. They don't give a fuck about anything else. Yeah, and they were fine not scoring. Yeah, man. they don't give two fucks about any of that oh. shit. James Harden does not just care about winning. Otherwise, he would have won a chip by now. He wants frankly. to score a thousand. Kyrie wants to yeah. score a thousand. I, I am excited <clears throat> though to see what uh, like Kyrie Irving trying to talk James Harden into becoming oh, yeah. like a flat earther. Oh yeah, and oh, just conspiracy God. theories. That whole thing. That. And Kyrie was just at uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, dude. Stephen A. Smith actually told Kyrie Irving this morning to retire. So I think you should retire. You do not want to play basketball after he was maskless at the fucking party over the weekend and shit. And they were just like, we're all done with this. The Kyrie bullshit. All the, this team is a fucking nightmare. Well, it's one thing like the regard. He didn't opt in. Yeah. yeah. Well, regardless of how you feel about masks and all that bullshit. If, uh, if you know for a fact that you being out without one. Well, well, fucking can, can possibly interrupt the entire yeah. season and yeah. fuck your entire team over. You still do it. You're kind of an asshole. Yeah. Yep. Dinwiddie is uh, hurt by not, right now. And I mean, James Harden yeah, wore okay. a Blue Lives Matter mask without knowing what it was. Yeah, he didn't like it, I thought it looked cool. He didn't know what a, he didn't know what the thin blue line was. So he's definitely not watching ESPN because he no. wouldn't know. No, because all they talk about all the time is fucking social issues. That's now. it. They only talk about politics. Uh, Zion is uh, ruled out tonight versus the Clippers for COVID. Yeah. Um, Man, I the scroll of all of these games that are canceled every day. What's the real shit about the NBA? Do you think this will they'll be able to complete a season? Well, yeah, they're pushing through it. Uh, the Sixers played with seven guys the other night. <laughs> How they do? We had Max. I mean, our rookie Maxi from uh, Kentucky scored thirty nine. So, but did you win? We did not win. <laughs> that's I mean, the we're, thing. We were running out like. Guys from Purdue, like white dudes from Purdue. Yes, that's what Ohio State was doing all year, I, and it's you. You have to play. Because you can't do anything about it. Like, if you push it, it doesn't really matter. There's going to be more cases that pop up or whatever. Like, the whole fucking thing's a mess. I can't believe that the NBA season is going on 
Well, I mean, George Hill, who is famous, most famous for what? Being traded for uh, Kawhi Leonard, I guess. Like, that's what he's yeah. most known for. But, he had a uh, decent run with the Pacers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a good player. There's no question about that. But he's never going to be better than the people he's been traded for. Anyways, uh, he said the first couple of weeks of the NBA season, he's, he's talking about how oppressive the restrictions are, the stricter protocols for COVID. And he's like, if it's really this serious, should we even be playing? Like, right. what's happening? If it's, uh, yes. If it's, yeah. and, the, and the answer to yeah. your question is, uh, Mr. Hill, that it's not. Yeah, right. That's what Kyrie keeps saying. Too. Yeah, it's not that serious. It it really isn't. I mean, it, it's it is the virus for particular people is serious. For most people, it's not. It's just we. I think we've arrived collectively as a nation at that point. At this point, I don't really hear a whole lot of people virtue signaling about mask wearing anymore. Everybody's just like, can I please just go to the restaurant and open my business and go to a concert, please? Right. Uh, and he's he's absolutely right about this. The the league itself has no tolerance for it. And that's a mistake on their part. I mean, it's the, easy enough during an NBA season to postpone games and, and cancel them or make them up later and stuff like that. It's too easy to do that to fucking do this stuff. Now, that doesn't excuse Kyrie Irving's thing. He, he did that. you got to think some of that's intentional. It's 2021. You're yeah, Kyrie yeah. Irving. You're in New York, mm-hmm. right? You're, or you're in New Jersey, wherever the fuck you're hanging out at the time. If he, I don't know where he lives but you're hanging out at a party, you know for a 100% fact somebody's going to get it on film, on their phone, and post it on social media. You know that. Yeah. Right? So is he, like, sending a message? What, what, what is it? Uh, it? The fuck is it? Right? Because he's known as a guy that's not a good teammate. Yeah. Boston I, hates that guy. He's the fucking worst. He left a situation in Cleveland where they could have won probably at least two out of the next five championships after the one they won. With him, Love, and LeBron James. Knowing the injury that happened to Golden State now. Yes. Yeah. For sh- well, yeah. for sure. Either way, they would have been competitive against Golden State. They yeah. would have been at every single time. And he chose to not win chips because I want to do my own thing, man. It's a fucking team sport. Like, what, what kind of, what's going through your head if you're an NBA player and you're, jo- and you're not 100% focused on trying to win titles? Like, if you're one of the top players in the league, you're going to get paid no matter what happens. He's going to get a Supermax everywhere he goes forever. Yep. Win. It's not about you. Yep. So I, I, he's a clown. Kyrie Irving should retire because he doesn't deserve to wear the fucking uniform. Yeah, I, and he doesn't give a fuck about anything. Like he's made his money. Yeah, I, I don't give a <laughs> shit about Kyrie. I don't. There's nobody in the NBA I fucking care about, like at all. Luca, I, he's fun to watch. Yeah, Trey Young. Fine. I gotta, I gotta admit, I caught a Warriors game late last night, like the other day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, I forgot. I just forgot because they became so annoying. But like, Steph Curry is real fucking fun to watch. Watching yeah, Steph yeah, Curry. Yeah. Carry that team right now. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Awesome. It's, impre- it's impressive. Yeah. Uh, the final stats for this uh, Alabama Ohio staking, by the way, was a, a drop of twenty seven percent in viewers. That is not good. That is uh, <laughs> one third of your audience there. Yeah. I mean, what else is going on that people weren't watching that game? Nothing. The Bachelor. No, uh, no dude. Yeah. The, I mean, the Bachelor it, sucks. It was the Bachelor, but it sucks. They get a bunch of whores for that dude, and he's a nice guy. They should have gotten some some nicer ladies. Yeah, he's not a nice guy. He's just playing well, one on TV. They need girls just, that are there for the right reasons, right? Does anyone west of the Rocky Mountains give a shit about that game, though? Uh, like, really? And Alabama, Ohio State? Yeah. And it started late in on the East Coast. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. It's bad time and also... Well, that's the- college football. It's Ohio versus South. That's all it is. Right. right. Yeah. I, I, fuck. I, I don't know. Why was the Clemson game so high rated then, you know? Like, what was the thing with that? Better game. <laughs> yeah, I guess I so, know. man. I, who fucking knows? 30%, though. That's a monster drop. Like, yeah, that's, that's big. That's not... 
that's not good. Also, does that like kind of help with losing to Alabama, just knowing you got revenge on Clemson last year? No. I, look, I say the same thing every year. I want to win a, a national championship. If we don't win, it's a wasted season. Um, I thought this team genuinely could have won that game, like for real. If we had uh, just all our players back and Sermo was able to run the ball, it would have been a really fucking great, entertaining game. And uh, yeah, I, when you don't win a championship, that, and that's the thing too, I, I guess at these schools, like if, when you're going every year with, for what seems like 20 years, 25 years at this point, or have a shot at it, if you don't win it, then it's just like, eh, fuck. Um, but I will say this, with all of those dudes out, that was the proudest game I've ever watched where we were getting beat, where it was like, man, I don't know who the fuck is in that, that game. When I don't even know the players from my favorite team, I'm just like, all right, cool, man. <laughs> At least there's a body out there. Um, but, yeah, uh, other, other than that, D'Anthony, um, we'll get this bitch engraved. Uh, we'll be getting the fantasy football winners uh, prizes out to you soon. And then uh, Eric Tanzi will be back on Friday night with his show. Um, he's actually got Muhammad Ali's uh, wife on the show, mm. which is pretty crazy. So I'm sure the stories behind that will be rad. And then um, you guys will be live for UFC Saturday nights. So tune in for that. And uh, I know we talked about it earlier on the other Drinking Bro show about Patreon. Uh, we, we started one to do more aggressive shows on mm. there that we can't put on YouTube. They're clamping down on all of us. Uh, we are, are interviewing Alex Jones tomorrow. Um, so that episode, video and audio, will be on our Patreon. Yeah, is that going to be... We just started Drinking Bros Podcast on yeah. Patreon. People, people are asking, is that going to be live on Patreon? Or is it, it's not going to be live. So we'll let you know when we're going to actually... Can you... Does it have a live feature? Does it have a live feature? Yeah, you can live stream on there, right? We can. I heard you want to bring documents and do things. Yeah, he's going yeah. to have... Supplements that we want to edit and yeah. not 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 edit the show itself, but actually throw shit up on the screen. So yeah, I wanted to make it a really nice produced <clears throat> podcast for you guys because yeah. like I remember on Joe's, he brought in like so much stuff and was passing it around, and no one could see it, and no yeah. one really took time to go through it all. I'd He's like, going too fast. Yeah, I'd right. like to read it and be able to put it up for you and highlight stuff as he goes through it in the show. And right. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, and it's uh, he's as entertaining as it gets, and he'll give us the real scoop on all this shit. Um, unfortunately, YouTube is, uh, well, they hate everyone now and, and the left controls the media. So there's nothing we can really fucking do about it. Uh, to be honest with you, hopefully you can afford a dollar or five bucks or whatever, whatever it is on Patreon. And, uh, that will not interrupt our daily shows. It'll just be extra shows. So you're welcome for it. Uh, uh, Tim Dillon's one of my faves. He's doing it and he had a, a New Year's Eve special with Alex Jones. Yeah. I've talked to a couple of other big, uh, some uh, not to call anybody out, so I'm not going to do that. But I've talked to a couple of other big podcast people that that do stuff that that you know kind of walks up to the edge of of what's acceptable these days mm-hmm. and what's not. It's not the profanity stuff anymore. It's the political stuff mostly. People like Tim, Tim Pools, and other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I look. I was, I was listening to your mom's house <clears throat> on the drive here. Yeah, and I mean they went fucking hard as rain, but they, it was no political stuff. Yeah. So I, it's, it's, it just seems like YouTube and the left and all that shit cares about politics more than uh, what you're actually saying. I mean, we talked about yeah. squirrel fucking earlier on the other show. So like, right. uh, who knows? Uh, who knows? But, but again, we're not going to stop having the people we want on. We're just going to move it over to another thing. Yeah. And, uh, and it won't affect your day-to-day <laughs> shit here. We'll still be doing the same amount of shows and everything. So uh, if you can pony up a buck or five, go to uh, Patreon on Drinking Bros. And then go to uh, iTunes and... Uh, Subscribe to the Drinker Bro Sports. Leave a five-star and a quick review. 
For D'Anthony to Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Sports. Good night, everyone.